Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Hey, I'm Andrew. This is the Nerve Podcast, and thanks for joining me on this episode. In this week's episode, I sit down with Gunshot Blue, South Africa's deadliest dressed, voodoo infused, psychedelic blues rock band. So, welcome to this week's episode. Before I jump into this week's conversation, I need to make an announcement, a bit of housekeeping. With episode 11, which will probably be in a month's time, I will be doing a rename of the podcast. The new podcast name is going to be called The Bearded Fen Podcast, and the tagline is going to be In Conversation with The Bearded Fen. So, why the name change? I received some feedback from my listeners who suggested that I make it a little bit more personalized and others have been battling to find the the podcast when we're searching for the Nerve podcast because there are several other um, podcasts with the same name. So as much as a cool name as the Nerve podcast is, I've decided to change it to the Bearded Fen podcast and I suppose it really goes towards the original idea that I had makes it a little bit more personalized Uh, the whole idea was that I'm having conversations with people rather than interviews so I think that moves in that right in the right direction but I'm going to make sure that the link stays the same so you don't really need to do anything you'll just see the name change and possibly the icon for the podcast will change as well so that's what's going to be happening. I'm also going to be using uh, or utilizing my YouTube channel to show you behind the scenes footage, video footage of the podcast when I'm recording, maybe when I'm editing, some B-roll stuff, promotional stuff. I'll see how that pans out. I'll give you guys more information about that as we get closer to the time. So, the Bearded Fen. I suppose you guessed it. I am the Bearded Fen. Why Bearded Fen? Well, I do have a beard, so that's obvious. But why Fen? So if you know the answer to that, do me a favor, follow me on Instagram. Look for the bearded Fen with a point or a full stop or a period, whichever way you want to call it, in between the words, the bearded Fen, and drop me a DM and let me know why I'm called Fen. And if you get it right, I will give you a shout out in one of the future episodes of the podcast. And now, let's get down to this week's conversation. A couple of weeks ago, I caught up with Gunshot Blue after a gig that they'd played at Hell's Kitchen in Melville, Johannesburg. And here's the episode. I always like to start the conversation with how we met. So I met you through our good old friend Mo in Linden. What, I don't know, probably a month or two later that I only realized that you were involved in a band and that kind of thing. And I mean, where did you guys start? I mean, is 2014 is, is when you guys started? 
we started at my tattoo shop actually. Um, France, France um, used to come for tattoos. For tattoos, as a, yeah. As a customer of mine. Yeah. Uh, we kind of knew each other and used to play another band before, Jet Black Camaro. And mm. um, I was playing in Bloodline Hardcore Band. But I always wanted to start something, always had kind of idea of starting something more bluesy. Yes. Uh, blues, folk, rock. Um, and um, with, with the France, we were just uh, chatting at the shop about the music, and, and uh, you know, while he was getting tattooed, uh, and um, I, I just asked him, like, do you want to start something new? Actually, I asked him, how's the band going? So he says, no, they broke up. And then I ask him, oh, well, you want to start something new, you know, something fresh. I got some songs uh, down and, you know, we can maybe just jam and see how it goes. And I picked up my guitar and just jam at my shop in the shop, evening. Yeah. And actually, you know, uh, um, I started, I started, um, I tried it before um, with some other people, the same thing, you know, mm. kind of, but didn't work out, didn't really kind of, um, progress at all but with France was in the first 10-15 minutes we were already on the songs you know from just the basic chords just ideas we bought that we threw and was already songs we just pull our phones and then we recorded like wow you know like, okay this this kind of sounds gonna work yeah yeah work and we started like that as a two-piece band um, went to studio to kind of record the tracks to see how they're gonna sound you know, it's different when you play that uh, music, uh, you know, yourself, but it's different when you listen, record it, you know what you play. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, in the studio, we just more, with first album, we kind of more improvise with, uh, with the sound. Um, so we were trying out, you know, without bass, with bass, with drums, without drums, just to see how the sound's gonna, it's gonna come. And uh, yeah, that's how the first album we record the album before we had our first gig. Okay, that's much. great. So is that the EP that... Yeah, that's yeah. the first... Uh, and that was back in 2014? Yeah. 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 And then, I mean, like the style of music, I mean, you said you wanted to do blues. Um, well, you know, like we call it blues, but it's not a classic blues. Yes. You know, we, 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 yeah. we, we grew up in a different era. We grew up in a different um, place in the world where, where we kind of fall away from from this classic blues you know we we, we listen blues but we listen a lot of other music um, and we think with it well we're crossing different styles into into this um, into gunshot blue into this yeah. style uh, that we call it blues but we call it folk blues um, or gentle, gentle folk blues, or when we play electric, then it's yeah. more psychedelic, psychedelic rock, yeah. blues rock. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of. So I mean, you talk about blues rock and blues, and like if someone that doesn't really know the different genres and all that kind of within the blues genre, if they were to ask you, okay, well, what's psychedelic blues? I mean, how how would you describe psychedelic blues? Well, the psychedelic side, it's France that put in. <laughs> <laughs> if I can take over here. So, okay, to be honest, can I swear in this conversation? So, I just want to, to be honest, I just want to fuck with people's minds a bit, you know, because people are kind of so obsessed with genres and stuff. Like, and I was tired of us being labeled or seen as a blues band because like most people do it, okay? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to throw something in there. Like let's say if you're cooking, 
okay and then you throw some weird spice in there okay so I threw in the psychedelic but it's not really a lie because I think in the feeling it is psychedelic because our music is kind of okay let's break it down okay let's talk about psychedelic I don't even like to call it drugs but hallucinogenic substances yeah if something is if something is trippy or drony or repetitive or whatever <clears throat> even without drugs you can trip exactly yeah like on meditation if with exactly with meditation or yoga or just breathing or praying you know, whatever you, you don't need drugs to trip so I was just looking for something to just stir a bit and kind of and I think our music is psychedelic. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I agree with it. The name Gunshot Blee, I mean, where did, where did that come from? So, that every time, I'm not going to tell the original story, we keep it a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Every time you ask us, so, you know, when you slam your finger in the door, the door. yeah. It's not that blue. It's not that blue. <laughs> or, you know, when they pour the ice bucket over your head yeah. or you know if you dive like to the bottom of the sea so it's not yeah. blue. but apparently there is a gunshot blue for your car if you want to spray paint it yeah. apparently yeah. but that's not <laughs> us <laughs> that's not us <laughs> yeah if you were to describe your band describe it as psychedelic but there's one uh, website that I that I looked at that described uh, Gunshot Blue. They said like they form a deadly dressed double barrel sonic shotgun. The first bullet firing a hypnotic voodoo infused acoustic blue set. The second an explosive high energy electric rock and roll set. They say that Gunshot Blue is not just a spirited live performance. Gunshot Blue is a psychoactive baptism. That sounds good to You know, when I read that, <laughs> after I'd seen you guys for the first time, if I could eloquently describe the band, I think that would, would be what it was. Yeah, I mean, I you guys... I like that. <laughs> you like it. We're happy with that. So, yeah. so let's start with the deadly dressed. Every time I've seen you guys play, you guys are always well dressed. Is that a conscious thing or is that just how, how it worked out? Well, no, we obviously we, we spoke about the image, you know, image is, I, I do believe that image is very important in a band too. You can be a great musician, but if you, if you kind of, you know, if band not put it together, it's, it's no image, no, no um, uh, charisma in a band, and it's just, a, it's not enough. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's, it's, it's more like a, a package together. Yes. And um, whatever what style of image can be, it's better than no style. Yeah. So we, we do spoke about that, but we we between me and France, we both agree of you know um, dressing smart does go well with our style of music. Yeah. And uh, we both sponsored by Frank Bespoke. Oh, yes. And um, the famous tailor in South Africa yeah. that make our suits. Um, and. Honestly, not only on the stage we dress uh, with uh, uh, not smart shoes. I mean, uh, suits and shoes. We we uh, dress every day like yeah, how we do. How we look on stage. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Look, I, I think, like I said, the first time I saw you guys at live at Radiant, 
I mean, that was the first thing that I noticed, that all you guys were dressed, I think that you guys had your waistcoats on. Yeah, yeah. It makes a difference. It definitely yeah. catches your... Yeah catches your attention yeah and do a lot of people that uh, just know a little bit of gunshot blue they yeah. they kind of recognize the band uh, through that too you know yes. like oh no those guys that dress um, well they dress yeah. different they dress smart you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think that's important when people Definitely. recognize you even that they haven't yeah. seen you Definitely. or maybe seen you once somewhere in a festival or whatever and then they kind yeah. of remember you because of that yeah a, a lot of bands don't think about it you know mm. they 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 Unfortunately, I sometimes I wish a band could choose some visual aesthetic or some mm. visual style because you see so many bands, but then it kind of merges you know, together. Yeah. But <clears throat> and yes, it's about the music, but it's also it's definitely. I mean, we are most of us. We are very visual. So it is, it is important. So, um, about a week and a half ago, I had a chat to Vaughan and uh, I asked him one question. I said, okay, so if you were to give advice to, to some uh, aspiring musicians that are coming into the market now, what, would you, um, what advice would you give them? And their um, advice was, get a day job. <laughs> so what do you guys think about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I mean, I read. I read Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Because <laughs> no, I read, I read somewhere that um, they'd ask you the question, "Would you like guys like to do music full time?" And I think you guys were a little bit indifferent to the idea of doing uh, music full time. I mean, I think no, you made a comment South, about in South Africa, dude. if you if you're not living out there, you've got no stories to tell, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so, so in a way. I think if, if I had to be a musician full-time, I would, I don't know, quit within the, ne the, the next six months or something, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but kind of while, while you're living like other people are living, you can maybe tell their stories or relate. Not that I'm taking anything away from musicians because many of them are also married and have kids or whatever that is. Not that I am, but mm. Pepe is. <laughs> uh, so you can talk about that. But in a way, I just think if you, and I hate to say this, but if you're kind of living like other people are living, you, you can relate. Yeah. Maybe in the end, I mean, you want to be a channel, don't you? Yeah. Or a medium or a, well... I don't know. I want. That's me. Like I want to be a. I want to be a Bob Dylan or a Bruce Springsteen or something like that. Like that's what I aspire to. I'm not saying I am that, but. So, and also above that, it's. <clears throat> yes, man. It's like, fucking difficult just to have a normal job. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do in South Africa and the petrol crap. Prices price climbing, is up all the time. everything, elections coming, yeah. shit show. Like, it's so much uncertainty in our country. Mm. It doesn't matter what you do. Like, everybody's suffering, you know? Or, or everybody has got challenges. Challenges, yeah. So. And being a musician in South Africa is not easy. Geez, not no, well, as, if you yeah. want to do it full time, right? uh, Well, I, I actually. My problem is people think I am. 
so I, I need to change that perception yeah because so if you're a muso then there's lots of photos and videos or whatever and talk about it naturally but people don't know I'm a videographer and I make films and I tell stories and whatever so now I've got to actively like kind of change that perception yeah people often ask me oh they just think I do music fuck are you crazy <laughs> man I would be standing at the robot every day if I'm a full time muso you know yeah. what I would make like I would probably make like maybe 2,000 rand a month or whatever you know <laughs> Anyway, oh, that's just my story. You yeah. want to say something about that? Oh, Pepe, you, I mean, you've got a tattoo yeah. studio. Yeah, um, it's kind of difficult. Well, it's, you know, in the station, in the station where I'm now, mm. uh, that I've got a, my own business, I've got a family, I've got kids. Yeah. Um, it's difficult now to say, like, okay, I want to be a full-time musician because I've been doing music for all my life. When I started playing music when I was 15, I was full-time musician. Yes. Until whatever, 22 maybe, you know, like, because I had support from a family and, and like, who cares? Let's just go and play and tour and have fun. Mm -hmm. But then I, then I decided like, okay, what I want to do, you know? So like, I always been into art and I always been into uh, tattooing and I wanted to tattoo and learn to tattoo. So. I choose. I chose that, um, and in the same time, I was still playing music. But um, uh, you know, now it's kind of it's way too late. I like I get that question very often at my with my clients. You know, getting tattooed and talking about music, and and people will question me that. But um, now it's kind of I'm, you know, too late to say okay cool like, like we'll have a good we got a good deal whatever we, we can just play music we can make money from music mm. and I have to give up everything that I've, yes. I've, I've made so yeah. Um, yeah definitely it's too late for that yeah sure either but you I mean, start from very young and then you kind of go into the mm. um, you know that that's that's only music and nothing else yeah um, but I already you know I started young uh, tattooing open my shop came to, that, to South Africa open my shop in South Africa and uh, it's kind of you know I never stopped play played music mm. uh, I've been playing music since as I said since I'm 15, 15 yeah. until now I never had break of music like. mm. so where are you from originally uh, Macedonia Macedonia yeah. Okay. yeah and what brought you to South Africa um, you, uh, I had a friend that came here before and he invited me to come and check it out and yeah. see the site and yeah I just came and I actually never looked not they once looked back look back, to yeah. go, to go back been honestly it's been 15 years 15, now. Yeah. yeah that's great yeah you know like the country is getting difficult and all that I mean have you ever thought about going back or going um, somewhere else I never really I'd, well I thought yes of course I, th I thought um, maybe going somewhere else yeah but I don't think I will go yeah. back in my country yeah so we're talking about being a full-time musician all that I mean you guys do quite a lot of gigs I mean I saw somewhere that you were doing probably about 25 25 a year I mean that's yeah, quite a lot it's yeah. quite a lot it's like once every two weeks yeah. yeah I mean so not going into full-time but I mean that's, that's quite a hectic I think we, we're lucky kind of in a way that um, with work that we do you know, I got my own shop. Uh, yes. France uh, worked for himself as well. Um, our drummer, he's got his own little business. So it's yeah. kind of always easier for us to <coughs> to take a break and go yeah. on tour. 
um, or um, go on a festival for the weekend. Well, that's or, great. Uh, yeah. 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 We, we, we love it. We really, really love it. Like, well, I think, I, think, I think that comes across. It, but it's also, the thing is, you, you would go out anyway, you know? Yeah. Many times. So, yeah. if you can go and play a festival in Mozambique, mm. yeah, as long as you break even more or less, yeah. it's kind of a paid holiday. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's kind of our approach, you know. We obviously you put a lot of effort and energy mm. into it, so you, you would like to, at some stage, kind of be rewarded, but it's it's very slow. Yeah, you need to be yeah. patient. Yeah. yeah, you know, talking about reward and all that. I mean, you've got, got like tonight. You got you guys played a gig tonight. You guys are going to play a gig next next weekend in Clarence. I mean, what do you draw from the guys, your audience, or your? Do you feel them getting engaged? I mean, you've got some regulars that come and follow you. Richard as being one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unofficial photographer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some guys that passionately follow you. How do you, I mean, how does that make you feel? Put it uh, that you know, if you, okay, for me personally, people yeah. can answer now after me. If, if you see people come again, yeah, that is a good sign. Yeah. And also, uh, secondly, we are very lucky with our, with our fans. Like, I know of some other bands that don't like their fans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Their fans yeah. are weird. Yeah. Like some I'm not going to mention names on okay. it. We're quite lucky. Like, like, people like our music, or they're generally cool. And, like, and we almost become friends with people who like our music most of the time. And then in the third place, if if someone just says to you something like "Jeez, man," this or that, you know, like if they share a little something, whatever it is. And that makes it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with France uh, definitely. But um, it's a good thing it's um, to see, like you know, when we're on the stage, um, the energy that 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 crowd feel from us, mm. and they enjoy it, and and they kind of get into it, uh, you know, into the music, and they really love it, and then kind of we feel that energy from them while we're exactly. on the stage and yeah. like a, we were more like kind of you know um, I don't know how to explain but like kind of you know uh, feed each other with the yeah, energy exactly. with, yeah. the, a connection with the crowd there. it's a connection yeah. then and yeah. that's for me it's an amazing thing yeah. being on the stage mm. that's for me it's like like I was earlier chatting to France like when we go on a festival or, or whatever gig we have like for me the good times and, and vibe and party is before the gig and the gig is the highlights of, yes. of my uh, evening. Evening, yeah. yeah. After that I'm done. Mm. Yeah. Because you know that's what fools me like yeah. complete the, the, the energy on the stage. Uh, and especially that that you know we, we feel the energy from people that enjoying our energy from the stage. You know? yeah. 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 So I mean we're talking about festivals and venues and all that. You guys are doing, going to Splashy soon. I mean, are there any particular venues or events that, that, that you really enjoy going to, in particular over others? I mean, do you like so, so you, uh, playing yeah, there? Or? Yeah, I think, you know, like, you know, we like to, you know, we started, we started uh, playing 
our first gig was at uh, 44 Stanley BAR. Okay. You know, and then Hell's Kitchen, all the small, more intimate shows. Mm. Obviously, as a uh, beginners, you know, yeah. band, a new band, fresh. Uh, so we started with all the small shows that we kept them as home, even yeah, yeah. here, yeah. 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 at the barber shop. Yeah. You know, for us, it's so. Um, you know, great to come back here on Monday evening and play in the front of, you know, a, a, a friends. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and and close fans yeah, that exactly. came yeah. on Monday, even with the families, uh, with the kids to come see us. So so we we want to keep that. Even that we now we're playing and we play a lot of big festivals in Obikopi and uh, we're going to Mozambique now to Strap. So we got a lot of big festivals, but we always come back like, yeah, where we yeah. started. Yeah. Like Hell's Kitchen, we play very often, and it's always nice. We know we're gonna have a full house of very close friends and family yeah. that that gonna love it, and we love that. There's uh, <coughs> so yeah, this so this year we we've, we've been playing a little bit less, but it's still cool because at least once a month there's a highlight. But obviously there's like one or two still. We haven't played up the creek that we'd, we'd, we'd like yeah. to jam. Yeah, but it's you know it's all in good time. You, like, I kind of put it down. You, well, it, it's it, a much it, like it will, it will come. Like yeah. I think, I think in the beginning we were more like, ah, oh, we want this festival. Oh, we want. Oh, why are we not on this lineup? Why are we not on this festival? You know. Yeah. But like, then then next year there's a one festival. Then is another. Then is yeah, another. Yeah, so yeah. it's like uh, uh, it does grow. I think. I think, yeah. I think this year we have more festivals booked than than previous before, year yeah. then we played maybe more shows yeah. but smaller shows then now we have festivals back to back okay and how do you get to those festivals i mean you, you guys get invited well, we, you so got someone that the thing is it's okay i want to say now a couple of things the, the one thing is it's in a way you can only go that far on your own you we, we're lucky to we are signed now with gallo sheer music part of gallo okay we're part of the bigger gallo sort of style or whatever uh, and as a blues band that's quite an accomplishment and not that I want to stroke our egos but you know for a blues band to get signed okay it's still not a big deal but at least we're part of that network and now we've got a manager and we've got a booking agent and we've even got a PR person so all of this helps so on our own we got here and there and whatever but like sometimes you need you can only go that far on your own. Like, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but it is the truth. Yeah. Uh, you, and especially that we, we, we both have um, work in a day. Yeah. Know? So it's it's very difficult to do the admin to, to work and then to check marketing. the mails and marketing and try to contact f festivals or whatever. Um, but I think in a in a, in a, in a right time we got a signed deal with Gallo and and have man managers that uh, took the band from this year into the next level. Okay, that's great. So it, it definitely helps. It's just, it's like, uh, you know, it's it, it's like with any business, whatever kind of business it is, yeah, unfortunately it is connections and networking and your, I mean, you can be great, but sometimes they say marketing is 50% of it. Some people are not that great, but they market so well that everyone knows about them. So it's, but then it's also luck in a way, you know. 
who hears about you and who finds out about them. It's a mix of yeah. all of those things, yeah. I guess. Mm. Well, it's good. I mean, I didn't realize that you guys had signed with someone. I mean, is that recent now? Is that just before your album came out? Beginning yeah. of this year, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And your album, I mean, you brought that out, what is it, February? I mean, 31st of Jan. First, yeah, of, Feb, first of Feb was yeah. uh, live. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Uh, so on digital, on it was platforms, yeah. Yeah, on, um, on the 1st of Feb, but yeah. then we had our launch a few um, weeks later. Yeah, a few well. weeks later, yeah. Okay. That's great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah thanks. That's thanks. cool. And I'll, the new album really doing well. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I want really, to ask really how, well. how how was it received? Uh, yeah. you I, guys I really think that um, I really didn't expect that so so good respond okay. so quickly. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, there was even, I don't know, uh, we haven't researched, but there was some in the Netherlands, some blues magazine. They've got, I don't know, 14 or 15,000 followers on Facebook, which is it may not sound a lot but on facebook that's a lot yeah so yeah these guys do they pick up on it yeah they somehow got a hold of our album and they wrote a review and i don't know if you read it it's in dutch (laughs) 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 i'll translate yeah i was gonna say could you kind of translate but it was that was it was rad like that that interview or not it wasn't an interview but what the guy wrote there was uh, it was pretty epic like he went through the whole album like song for song oh wow i don't even know how these people got to us so at least we had some international exposure that's cool but i mean talking about doing these festivals and all that i mean i'm sure you you guys are you know interacting with other bands and i mean have you done any collaborations with any other bands as a band or as individuals uh, yeah, we like. Was um, like EP we did the couple. Yeah, with with, okay. with EP, yeah, we got a guest on every song. Okay. That EP, but with the new album, we we just started just to like the new album was quite. I don't know. Took, personal took, for us. Yeah, we right? took and we took time, and actually, I'm grateful now that we took so long to finish the album, just because um, when we kind of bumped the right people about. Uh, signing the deal, record deal, we had the album just done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, and by the by the end of the recording the album, we started rushing because we had idea to to have some guests as well. But okay. we were kind of okay. Now it's taking so long. Let's just finish it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. did you guys do the album together before you got signed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So only. Yeah, it, it worked quite well yeah only when we were finished and ready to to launch it kind of see how things fell into place so are they helping you market that now I mean, is that part of the deal or is that or are you now gonna create another album that's that Look, they it's, gonna it's not the thing is when people sometimes think when you get signed it's like hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. limos and fucking parties <laughs> and shit it's not that it's yes. they you're just part of a network, okay. a bigger network. Yeah. And in a way, okay, cool, they were there. And the, I mean, the MD of the company was like one of the best launches he's ever seen. What many people said that. Yeah. <clears throat> so you, you're part of the, a bigger 
body. Yeah. Organize. I don't like to say organization or whatever. But you, like it's, obviously we, we're still new, you know? So yes. we kind of have to prove ourselves still, but at least you're not like a lonely fish swimming there in the ocean. And um, so, I mean, I mean, you haven't done any sort of ca collabs as a band with another band? No, well, only on the Just with individuals. No, sometimes we jam, we've got a... Yeah. On a live, yeah, on a live mm. where we have guests that yes. join us, um, yeah. musicians, and um, and we we join other bands uh, yeah. on, on stage. That's yeah. uh, more like a, you know, jam guests, guest yeah. uh, artists. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what's the sort of camaraderie like between different bands? I mean, they're all experiencing the same challenges or the... It's um, actually... Where, you guys where? helping one another or... So we just went on this cruise, right? They, yes. call, they called it the Blues Cruise. And the, okay, we didn't take over the whole ship because that ship is 2,700 people and to sell so many tickets, people that blues, unfortunately, is difficult. So we only had a little section of the boat, but the camaraderie was quite amazing. Mm. Of all the, like, you get to know these people. Sometimes you share the stage, you share a night or whatever, or a festival. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey? definitely. Yeah. These rad guys, like, yeah. I would, I wouldn't want to be playing pop or <laughs> RB or, I, I fucking love the guys, more or less our peers and yeah. similar genre. Like, I, I think they're great. Yeah, that's cool, man. They're legends. Yeah. No, they're fucking cool. So then in terms of, of like creating music, the two of you, you write some songs together or? So Pepe pray for he fasts for like two weeks <laughs> yes. and then he waits for God to like... To, to, to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, it's yeah, we, we, yeah, we both, right we both um, <laughs> between me and France, we put the music together. Okay. Yeah. I work more on the music side, um, um, kind of write the chords and put a formal of the song together and uh, Franz will write the lyrics. Write the lyrics, yeah. 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 Take acid. Yeah, yeah, shoes. I was going to say, I was just going to ask, okay, what's your process? He prays and fasts, and what do you do? The psychedelics. Well, honestly, honestly, I don't think, I, I don't think we've sit together and and write a uh, um, new song, new music without having grappa. That's grappa. our holy water. Awesome. We drink grappa when mm. we write music, we drink mm. grappa when we play, play music, yeah. we drink yeah. grappa. Uh, grappa is like the oil for the car. <laughs> it's the oil for the car. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's for sure. Okay, well, uh, thanks guys. I mean, I'm taking up your time. But uh, before we go, we can't go without talking about motorcycles. Yeah. So what you what you riding at this the moment? This morning I wanted to go on a bike, a bike ride. To ride, but with the rain I was like, yeah, oh, my car is for service, and I was like, cool, I'll just ride my bike now. The rain the stopped is. me, but yeah, I'm riding a Triumph, yeah, uh, Triumph, Triumph Truxton, yeah. Truxton, yeah. yeah. And how how long have you had that now? Um, this one is my second Truxton. I got it for about a year, okay. and I had another one before. Also a Thraxton. Same, yeah. exactly the same bike. Uh, also bikes. Yeah, yeah. I love them, man. Mm, I love very, them. very nice. 
the first one when I bought before the Thruxton, the first Thruxton I had a Scrambler okay. 900. Mm. Um, it's a lovely bike, but even when I bought the Scrambler, I was looking for a Thruxton. It was okay. very hard to find secondhand Thruxton, yeah. you know, that mm. people doesn't want to sell them. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah first option I got, um, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm get I wasn't yeah. even planning on a new bike. Yeah. I was like, no, but I have to get it. So yeah, I love, I love that's good. Thruxtons, yeah. yeah, but that's why you're gonna have more than one. You're gonna have a Thruxton, you're gonna have a, <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. new 1200 Scrambler. Yeah. <laughs> but I just finished, um, a friend of mine was busy building my uh, Mercury 1947. Ooh, nice. Yeah, custom. Nice. So it it's, uh, was Almost. done about a week ago, was done. So I need to go and check it out, see what kind of, you know, yeah. what, what have been done and yeah. happy or not. And yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah it's, uh, so looking you're for it. Looking for well, it. Yeah, no, I've yeah. always been quite yeah, a few so. in the collection. Yeah. Looking for it. No, that's good, man. Good stuff on that. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for taking no, the time you, to man. chat. Thank you. And I hope it's not the last time we chat. No, so sure. we'll, we'll catch up again soon when you've uh, played some gigs and when your next album comes out yeah. we'll do it on the launch and we'll do it on the launch we're already putting some material ready for the uh, well, that's, yeah, so. that's great well, yeah. too far mm. so like when you start doing something like that do you like set yourselves okay we want to get it done by such and such a time or do you just let it happen organically um, and we're gonna try we're gonna try this time to do it proper you know mm. put all the effort get into a studio record everything yeah, one done. time yes yeah the, um, the, the until the last prayer we took time we we kind of we thought let's you know go to the studio one week one day a week in the afternoon couple of hours record and, and like you know we, we took time um, but, but it's good, you know, it's, it's good that we took time. Like we're happy with the end yeah, product, yeah. definitely. But now I think we're going to rather put all the effort, not rush at all, yes. it's not about rushing, but, mm. you know, you, you want to be in that, in that mode, like, you know, in a studio, mm. 12 hours, record and drink rapper and, yeah. Like, almost like, imagine recording your animal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that image just, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. One last question, Franz. You are, I've watched some of your music videos the, for the band. What was your involvement in the music videos? I mean, did you take a step back and just say, you're the musician and someone else does the videos for you? Or did you... Oh, no, I, I wish it was like I could take take <laughs> a step back. <laughs> Uh, I well initially I, I pr produced and made everything like shot, directed, edited, whatever. Yeah. And then at a certain stage I decided, cool, I'm not gonna. It's difficult to uh, any filmographer or videographer, whatever, can tell you that it's to, to edit your own things, what you've shot. It's tricky. Yeah. So then I just decided I'm gonna. And luckily, I know one of the people I could get it at a good price because that's mainly the only concern, you know. Yeah. Like so, so then I got someone in that shot it and whatever, and then I just directed it at the past, uh, past two actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a new one coming, and yeah, we were lucky there. We got a found some international 
organization I asked them can we use your footage so I said yeah just as long as you don't make money for it <coughs> so yeah I just edited yeah. it so you don't have to direct or shoot it it's there already yeah anyway but you do these things kind of you know when there's time when there's budget it's all, unfortunately it is my budget it's, is yeah, a concern exactly. you know yeah. you, you must you must work clever with your money uh, yeah it's yeah. But it's a, it's a great passion of me. And, but there are ways to get funds and stuff like that. So it's just to be clever. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for no, taking the time you, to man. chat. Oh, wait, dude, thanks so much for your time. Eh? And that was the conversation. As you could hear from the noisy background, we were in the barbershop, uh, Freedom Hair, right next to Hell's Kitchen in Melville. What an awesome place to sit down and have a conversation with Gunshot Blue got a nice feeling about the place if you want a good haircut or you've got a beard that you want to trim pull into freedom hair chat to boyden he'll look after you right and i look forward to having a conversation with gunshot blue again say in about a year's time see how well they're progressing i've got a feeling these guys are going places they've got a unique sound if you've heard them before at a festival or something like that you'll know what i'm talking about if you have seen them before, drop me a, a, a DM, a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and, and hear what you think about the band. And if you haven't heard them, I'm going to leave all the respective links down in the show notes. And that, my friends, is the end. I'll catch you next time. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, don't forget, subscribe, share with your friends, send me a message and buy some merch.